Welcome to another episode of the Back Three. I'm here with the formation, and we've added another member here uh, to join us for this week. We have a guest uh, from the Footy and Friends channel. Uh, his name is Callum. You know what I'm saying? He's a, I think he's a Liverpool supporter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me, guys. Yeah. That's me. Aye, Big Liverpool aye. fan. <laughs> the jokers, the jokers. <laughs> what uh, but... okay guys i'm gonna leave this right now hey <laughs> yeah yeah no nah, no nah, we'll get into that we'll get into nah, that nah. bro I'm, you want to just introduce yourself bro and say you know what you do uh what you love about football uh you know and what sort of teams you support in the world of football what styles you like yeah man so i'm just uh, a local guy from from cape town been watching and supporting football probably since primary school like fully like big time i knew i always knew we were liverpool fans because my dad's a big liverpool fan and um i always say the story like uh, i have a big love for thierry Henry, and he like literally made me fall in love with football at a stage it was just like all the adverts about him the gloves you know there's, there's something iconic and i wanted his shirt so bad and my dad's like no nah, we can't we can't we're liverpool <laughs> fans. So I was like, I guess it's Steven Gerrard for me, guys. You know what I mean? Shouting Steven Gerrard yeah. in the playground. Um, no, I'm a big, big Liverpool fan. And I guess I have a soft spot for teams that like sort of resemble the way that Liverpool are run as a, as a sort of club and the city. So I have a big like love for a team like Dortmund in, in um, the, yeah. the Bundesliga. And I had this sort of like, I like them at one stage was Atletico Madrid because they did it differently. But I, having played them a few times in the last few years, I actually I despise them, to be honest. I actually despise the whole league. They, <laughs> that league, the whole league can get relegated, not going to lie, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you, bro. And uh, yeah. with regards, uh, I think we should just jump straight into it. Like with the transfer rumours, has, has your team done enough uh, in this transfer as a Liverpool fan? And do you think uh, you, can, you can challenge... Uh, for the league this season again well look it's it's a big one i know we're gonna i'm probably gonna jump straight into midfield and people say we we're falling short for a midfield but i i do suspect that in games where we we're playing a low block i would probably see us with a double pivot and probably with another player in there like carvalho or or, or elliot you know elliot started the season last year um playing as a right as a right midfielder and we've seen carvalho play as a left midfielder almost like what coutinho did at, um under Klopp in his in his first like few or couple of games before Coutinho left, so I got a feeling there'll be games where we only play two midfielders. So I think the whole hype and hysterical aspect of us fans, Liverpool fans, going crazy about us not signing a midfielder. I think people are, are forgetful that that this Liverpool team and recruitment we wait for specific players, and if another club has triggered a an agreement with that, then we'll chase that player straight away. No club has chased. Bellingham this season and I, I guys I'm going to put it out there I think Bellingham's a Liverpool player next year like I think it's 90% done people might be like oh, wow like, no I think <laughs> okay. I, I think it's done guys it's this guy's been a, chatting up about call. Liverpool for the ages but I, I I got a feeling it's one of those um it's the same thing with Van Dijk there's, there's too much in it for us not to have have waited like we we waited for Van Dijk we actually waited for Kanata we had all those injuries and we actually just had stop gaps we bought in some kid from the from the championship and we brought in Oza and Kabak and we'd waited for Kanata. We didn't splurge the cash six months prior. Mm. So we will, we will wait for Bellingham. Look, we've, we haven't seen Calvin Ramsey yet at right back. We brought him in and he's got like a slight knock. So I think in the cup games, cup games, we will see him come through and he's highly rated in Scotland. Um, he's quite techy. He's, he's very similar to, to Kieran Tierney in a way, um, uses both feet, but we'll see how he does at right back. And then, 
obviously we brought in Nunez. He's he's been the hot topic on Twitter for a while now. But guys, I, I sit back and relax in these situations. Maybe a few years ago I'd be pretty tentative to to talk about it. But as a local fan, I think our our, our transfer strategies and successes have have been there for everyone to see. You know, we we hardly get it wrong, if that makes sense. We we usually get it right, and I think we'll you'll be fine. I know people are like raising eyebrows when I predicted to score twenty, but guys, Jota scores twenty in our system, so yeah, like it's I don't see him not scoring twenty goals if that makes sense. Damn, um, Callum, it's Louis here, man. Um, I, I just want to ask you about um, Henderson. How do you feel about him? Does he still start most games this season? I, it's it's weird because I, in preseason. Klopp was like, okay, in the last like big game against, he, we started Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, and I think that's going to be our our midfield three in the big games. But I think there'll be games where Henderson will sit on the bench, and I think they'll bring in Cato or Carvalho and stuff because I, I've uh, my brother and I we have the biggest bands about this. Henderson is such a great midfielder when we two not up, it's like a joke. Like <laughs> you see the the balls he sprays across the field. Like I'm not gonna denounce his captaincy. He's a very good captain. He's yeah, vocal yeah. on the field. Oh, I'm not, not going to say he's Roy Keane, but Roy Keane had the essence of he's a captain. He makes his presence known in the field. Like the players around him love him. So that's a, like an aspect of Henderson's game. And when there's no pressure on him, like he's, he's he's actually got tech about him. People don't really rate him, but I've seen him under the cosh when the midfield battle gets rough. And this guy, yeah, yeah. He, he's throwing aerial passes and stuff when the ball should be on the <laughs> ground. He can be frustrating yeah. at times, but look, Klopp rates him and I don't... The clock can get it wrong at times, but it's look Pep and Klopp. Pep, that is our man, um, second manager there. He, yeah, they, they rate him. So I've just got to back it to be honest. Whether I'm for it or not, I'm not going to say that. Whether I am either. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. I hear you, bro. Nah, I appreciate that, man. Nah, I want to move on to one of your biggest rivals here, Man United mm-hmm. fan Meech. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I want to, <laughs> I want to find out from him. Uh, hey, it doesn't seem like there's much going on at United in terms of, of, of a title challenge. I mean, you guys have done a bit of business here and there, but how, how are you feeling? Are you feeling confident going into uh, the season this weekend? Uh, before we speak about the season, Callum, I'll be seeing you in game week three, my brother. <laughs> 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 I was giving him some stick yeah, on the, foot, on the football and brains. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but um, yeah, man, I'm not very confident going into the season um there's nothing for me to be confident about um ronaldo's leaving uh pre-season games early you know uh, not being with the squad so that's still like an, an an overlying issue uh going into the season i just heard martial's injured now um yeah man we're still short um still missing still our main short. we're still yeah. missing our main transfer target so for me going into the season it's just like ah you know we will see, bro. We will see. But um, I'm obviously keen for the season to start. But yeah. All right, man. Uh, and uh, oh, the big man who said they were winning the league this season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to Ghana, Teta. Yeah, yeah, uh, what yeah, you yeah. say? You guys have done enough this season so far? Um, we still need two more signings. As I've, uh, as I've been saying the past few, um, few shows, we still need a right winger to challenge Saka. We still need a left center mid. And then I think after that, we done anything that anything else that comes up is a bonus. I think Edu and Arteta have done a good job, and also I appreciate um, George George Kroenke for backing up Mikel Arteta as well. Yeah. Oh, the Kroenkes are getting yeah, confidence. Ah, it's, it's a new season. Shout out, shout out guys. to all the nothing, um, Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we're not, not gonna lie. 
Arsenal spend money, guys. This this notion that they they like they, the owners don't back them. With United as well, the owners back these clubs, guys, big time. I think they've they've outspent everyone since twenty twenty one in the last three windows. Is Arsenal and then United and City. Like, you guys spend money at Arsenal, but I, I do I do concur a, a right wing would be ideal. But I I think I think your forward line's okay. I think a midfielder is your biggest thing now. And I know you linked with Tillemans, yeah, but that guy that guy doesn't work off the ball, guys. You must understand if, he's good going if, forward. But if you get like a presence in midfield, that there would really take your spine to a new level. Because I back your, your okay, centre backs are looking good, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent agree, bro. And uh, just to uh, finish off with these uh, Chelsea, <laughs> uh, Chelsea. Uh, listen, man. Uh, our biggest concern. Like, I'm happy that we we got Koulibaly because uh, we needed to replace uh, Rudiger. Uh, we also lost Christensen, so I just think we need another centre back uh, just to solidify everything. And then maybe a backup, uh, backup left uh, left wing back. So I think we we are. There's a rumor that Kukurela is uh, coming through. Is uh, he the backup? Yeah, I mean he's versatile. He can either play left centre back or, or left wing back. You know, yeah. so which is which is perfect. And I think we need uh, that dynamism in in our team and and some. Uh, we, we need to give Tuchel some options. Yeah, but uh, then another thing, I think the most concerning. Uh, position for me with regards to Chelsea is uh, central midfield. Uh, we need a creative midfielder. Um, we don't have really that creative force. A lot of people think Mason Mount is that guy. I think he's a very good player, like I've always said, but I don't think his attributes are really uh, the... He, he's not the greatest creative player for me. Although the stats stats will tell you otherwise. Like, if you look at his assists, yeah, like, yeah. assists can be very misleading with regards to that, mm. you know. So, for me, I, I just think Chelsea needs a central midfielder, uh, maybe some cover for left wing back, a centre back, and a, a striker that can get me, like, 15 to 20 goals. And, yeah, and we've been linked with Aubameyang. And Memphis Depay as well, uh, your boy. So, yeah. um, Frankie as well. <laughs> and Frankie, yeah, Frankie de Jong. So I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if we got those players. But obviously, we've already spent a lot of money and we haven't really had a lot of outgoings this season, you know. So, yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, we're playing Everton this weekend. Uh, United, who's United playing? Brighton, bro. Brighton, Arsenal? Palace. Palace at, at Southwest. Yeah. Friday bro. night lights. Friday night rocking. Uh -huh. And then Liverpool's playing? Fulham, Fulham? at at, at the cottage, okay. yeah. Okay, no, that's dope. That's dope. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, excited, but we'll talk about predictions uh, with regards to games this weekend uh, at the end of the show. Uh, but for now, let's let's get into the top six, you know, top six predictions. Um, I think we should start with the guest. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, Cal uh, Callum, you can tell us from six to first. All you right. Know, uh, um, okay. This is this is technical because guys, um, on when, when we formed the other day, I, I, I did. I'm just gonna jump. I did make a prediction for fourth, but looking at some of the possible sidings that might happen under Chelsea, I might have to like change that. So, um, I think six. I think United will come six, guys. I I, I don't know. It's <laughs> I, they've I, I'm struggling because I know yeah. Reach is probably like, why is this guy? Why is he doing this? Um, but I'm gonna say they're gonna come sixth. Um, and I'm I'm changing my prediction. I change it weekly, guys. To be honest, I, I, yeah, Arsenal are gonna come fifth. I think actually, um, it's a strange yeah, I'm, one, but I, I, I'm just looking at it. Look, I I need them to sign a midfielder, and I I got a feeling that 
I think a feeling that they're almost done in the in the transfer window and obviously we're talking so yeah I'm not going to discuss we can discuss afterwards I'm going to put Chelsea fourth um Spurs third City second and Liverpool first I've got to back my team since we are we are up there so I'm going to back them to win it yeah I'm not going to make it long-winded yeah Okay, remember, every man has to pay for his own words, right? Uh, sure. I hope you stand by this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, uh, no. But we will get back to that. Um, Louis, your top six, please, from six to first. Um, um, let's do this. At number six, we have Ten Hag's boys, United. <laughs> at number five, at, no, at number five, we have the small club for down the road, um, Spurs. Oh, my. At fourth, we have Chelsea. Mm. Ah. At third, we have the Arsenal. Okay. Second, Liverpool. And first, as usual, City. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think I'll go next. Yeah. You know, me, I'll leave it to you because everyone's coming for your team. So uh, I'm going to go sixth, Man United. Uh, fifth, I'm going with the Arsenal. Uh, fourth, I'm going with Chelsea. Third, I'm going with the Spurs. And second, I'm going to go Man City, first, Liverpool. Let's get uh, it. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just saying that because you're on the show today. You know, <laughs> but I'll explain. Meech? Uh, my number six is United. Uh, wow. Fifth is, fifth is Spurs. Fourth is Arsenal. Cool. Third is Chelsea. Second is Liverpool. And first is Man City. You know what? I think I'm going to change my six. Man United out the top six, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the fun of it. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to put Wolves there. You know what I'm Wolves. saying? Wolves. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to put Wolves there um, over United. Yeah, United don't make top six for me. That's me for now, right? So, let's start. Let's just go from... So, basically, there's two Liverpool firsts. Yeah. And, and then two City firsts, right? Yeah. So, I'm going to ask you, Louis, why you're going with City number one over pool again. Um, last year it was the same thing. Well, one of the things is um, Klopp won Premier League title in five years. <laughs> um, <Pep laughs> four Premier League titles in two years. I mean, I mean, in, um, oh. four Premier League titles in six, six years. years. Yeah. Billion um, pounds spent. Billion pounds. Ah, that's 200 million. That's, that's <laughs> irrelevant. That's irrelevant. <laughs> Too, not irrelevant. You still have to go out there and win the games, you see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah um, City are quite experienced in this. They've done this before. Um, we all know City are, are quite slow starters in the league. Around December, they'll be leading the league by 10 or 15 points. Ooh. And then Liverpool will have some hope until the game against City. Um, I just think that um, Haaland will be the difference maker. Haaland, and I actually think Grealish might be, this, is my, this might be Grealish season at, at City. He's used to the system. He's been there. Um, he's been practicing with the guys week in, week out. Um, so I think Haaland is the main difference for me. Okay, Haaland. Yeah, right. So for me, why I'm going to Liverpool, right, is just, listen, I think last year, the only, the, the main difference why City took it over Liverpool, uh, in my opinion, is just depth. I think Pep, uh, had a lot more depth to play around with in terms of his squad, especially when uh, there were a lot of games um, one after the other, especially in that uh, like uh, 
after Christmas period, you know what I'm saying? There's mm. that when there's calling card, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and things like that. So, and Liverpool were basically fighting on all fronts. Um, obviously, they, they did have a good squad, but I just don't think in terms of the quality of depth, it's, yeah. I don't yeah. think they compare to what City have. And even though I think City, again, still have that quality of depth this season, I still... There's something I just like Klopp, you know what I'm saying? And I believe mm. that Liverpool will be hungrier to win it this season uh, than they've ever been. Uh, even though they've lost quite a big figure in, in, in Sadio Mane, which I also think will be a big miss. Uh, but I think, I'm hoping that, because I, I, I'm tired of one team just dominating the Premier League, man. We, <laughs> we just need... This is a dynasty. <laughs> we, need, we need a bit of, you know, competition, you know, to see another team maybe lifted. I would love that. So, for me, Liverpool, just out of sheer... They, they, they just have that hunger. Where I feel like City, it's just, a, it's just been the same old, same old. Uh, but, yeah, that's just my opinion. Uh, Meech? Um, yeah, man. We watched the curtain raiser to the Premier League on, on Saturday, where Paul won 3-1. Meant nothing to me, bro. <laughs> uh, I saw I saw Haaland, Mr. Haaland, a chance, and he laughed, and he was laughing, bro. Like that's a killer, that's a killer right that's there. Killer. I saying it on, on the timeline for like past like five days. That's a killer right there, and that is the difference. And also, you speak about depth. City got better this like now. They've got Calvin Phillips, arguably one yeah. of the best uh, English midfielders, you know. And then they've got like arguably the, the bar best. is so low, guys. The bar for English midfielders is so low. <laughs> So yeah, low, Calvin yeah, fucking yeah. Phillips. I would, I would take oh my god! With all that said, you take anyone, <laughs> Brendan McTominay. You, you, you definitely replace Henderson. You bench Henderson. Nah, guys. Um, and then they've got, and then they've got like a, they've got a goal scorer. I mean, they give him a chance. He he won't miss like a chance like that again. Um, and I just you know with Liverpool, no no knock on them. I can't knock on a on a brilliant team, great uh, great managers. Well, I just feel like. Um, losing Sadio Mane, no knock on Darwin Nunes as well, but even the goal that the goals that he scored in preseason, especially against Leipzig, felt like those were errors on the goalkeeper and the defense. You know, I don't anticipate him against to... City. Yeah, against City, it's a goal. I don't anticipate him to score twenty goals plus this season. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like mm. I just feel like the race with Liverpool and City, City will get it again. Um, even, even though they lost um, Sterling, they've they've covered very well. So uh, I feel like it's City's, it's, it's City's title to lose. Even even Lucas guy, um, um, Alvarez might surprise a few. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd finish the chances that Sterling has been missing the, the past five years. No, no, you guys, you guys are very safe. And also, City are going for a three peak now, you know. And, yeah. and I'm pretty sure Pep is drilling it into his players that guys, let's make history now for the club, yeah. you know. And to just to cement ourselves as like legends, you know, in the Premier League. So I've had enough of them, bro. But yeah, Callum, what what do you say, bro? Why? Uh, try try not to be too biased, but why why Liverpool? I, I, I don't think it's biased to predict my team will win because it's like when when obviously the, there was a season where obviously with the, the injury crisis and stuff, I think I think City ran away from the league because I think United were pushing them as well in that January, and they just walked it after that and. Um, but the, the, like, the seasons where we came second and it was close, it was both one point, like 90, 97 points, 98 points, and then last year, another point in it. Like, there's not much to split the teams. And you guys spoke about depth. And that, that was true for, I think, our, our depth can sort of rival cities in a way. But I think in December last year, guys, before January, before we made the DS signing, 
Um, we, the, those COVID cases really hit Liverpool badly, and that's where we dropped two games. We, we lost against Leicester and West Ham, games we're not necessarily prone to losing. And it was games where, okay, West Ham was a shocker, but Leicester, we had so many chances. Mane was missing point-blank shots. Like, it was bad, and they went and broke away and scored a one or scrappy, sweaty win, you know what I mean? Like a typical FIFA win. Um, yeah. that, that, that shows you against City, like it's the smallest margins in, in these games. And I, I just have a feeling that I, I watched us lose the league by a point and go and win it the next year by 99 points. And I think people, we, we can laugh at Sterling and, and Jesus as much as you can, but those guys knew how to play this, the City system. Alvarez will take some time. So will Holland. Like I watched him, I watched his link up play for City or lack thereof, and it just wasn't there. He's not a target yeah, man. Do. City don't play target man. People can knock Nunes, but like his link up play in preseason has been okay. There's been some poor touches, but like his link up play when he came on the other day was pretty good. Look, if he scores ten goals, he scores ten goals. As long as the others like Salah and them are scoring twenty plus, which is which is fine for me because our striker, our number nine, usually is not necessarily our our main goal scorer. Look at Firmino. He's his stats doesn't indicate that he's a goal scorer, but his link-up play does. So we already have the system to to feed a number nine. Look at Jota's goals when he plays for Liverpool, when he plays up nine, like Trent crossing the ball into his head. Those are type of of things we like to see. And Jota's movements not necessarily the most like the most amazing. And but what I like about Nunes is his movement is similar, and he's he's there and he's getting on the end of chances. He will finish, guys. I I, I don't understand the notion that he's just not gonna like bang at all. Like I I don't get it. But um, no, look, it's I'm backing the boys. City are losing two experienced players, and in that team, anyone's gonna score goals. Like Aguero scored goals, Jesus scored goals. You score goals in that system, but it's the bold up play off that is Haaland in a deep block. What is he going to do? Be the target man. So they're just gonna spam crosses into him and basically play with ten players, and then just let him chill there. Or is he gonna drop back into positions? Because sometimes you'd see their false nine, like Phil Foden. Sometimes De Bruyne yeah. even play at that times. They get all the way back and they're getting linking like linking up play. Is he going to do that? Does he have the tech to do that in a, in that system? So, I guess it is the new age thing where it's like look at all these these managers who have played false nines are all going back to the traditional not traditional number nine but like more of your versatile, quick, almost like winger type number nines now. Like you've looked at that new kid that played for Salzburg the other day or or I don't know Augsburg or some team against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. He played played really well as well. So. I think United are linked to them. This is like the new spec player, Vlahovic at, at, at Juventus. It's almost like your your Benzema, Lewandowski spec players, but but quicker. You know, they obviously have youth. Yeah. But that's my prediction, guys. It's look, it'll be close again, in my opinion. I right, know nah, it's gonna be. Do you guys? Do you think you guys are gonna have the depth though? Like, uh, I didn't I didn't hear you really touch on the depth because I feel I like think we do. I think we do here. Yeah? Oh, look, okay. we, we challenged. We, we challenged on all. Like normally, Liverpool Klopp he writes the FA Cup and, and League Cup off straight away. But this season, he played our second team in those cup competitions all the way until the semis. Like I remember, Mona and Minamino were starting every game in the League Cup up until the to, up until the semi final, and uh, that's what got us through those competitions. And then we played our stronger teams in the semi, and we still used our backup goalkeeper in the final of the League Cup, like. Um, Klopp sort of trusts these players and he gave them a go. Normally, you play the very similar team or the backup like, team and they would get smoked by Wolverhampton, you know, or Premier League opposition who would play a stronger side. This time, we beat all the teams in front of us. Obviously, we won all, all our games in those competitions. So, it shows that our, our, our squad depth was was decent. And Klopp, for a, for, a, actually for a change, he actually 
changed a lot of formation, not formations, but players week in, week out in the Premier League. Like I couldn't predict yeah. our starting 11 week in, week out towards the end of the season. Nah, that's some fair points, actually. You just made me realise that you guys actually did go deep into last season on all fronts. <laughs> Every game. <laughs> every game. Yeah, but but yeah, the, difference yeah. This, yeah, the, the, second, the difference this time, you don't even know Origi to bail you out every single game, bro. I don't think Enrique Bailal has once, guys. That, that, you guys, you, 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 you're smoking that 2018 Enrique pack, guys. You need to put that, put that, put that joint down and get over him. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, on to the next hot topic in this top six. Uh, I think top four, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mm. think top four is going to be quite a, quite a race this season. Uh, a lot of good teams that can make that uh, those remaining two spots because uh, I think we all kind of agree on one or two uh, even if it's not in the same order uh, but with regards to the top four now um, Spurs we I'm, I called Spurs in the top four yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did I you I, I, I didn't I don't think um, call me call, <laughs> call me crazy but uh, I don't think Conte is going to last off season at Spurs this mm. season call me crazy but I don't mm. think the man's lasting a season um, I know how the man can get frustrated. Okay, he's got the players that he wanted in. That's that's a mm. good sign. But now he's competing in Europe. Last season there was there was no Europe last season for Spurs. Mm. Mm. He got there and they were out of the the, the conference league. Conference, yeah. So it was a bit easier. They were playing one game a week. This season you're playing in Europe's premium competition. You lose a couple of games there. Conte throws his toys around, <laughs> and the man the man the man just says, "I don't want to be here." He'll just say it in the <laughs> Yeah. So I, that's that's why I feel like there'll be a lot, a lot of drama uh, off the pitch at Spurs this season with Conte throwing his toys around. Um, also, seeing them play on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and then the weekend, feel like yeah they're gonna get found out. You know, um, last year they were they, they were special in a few games, but also they weren't special as well. That's why I got them out of my top four and and Don Conte also leaving the club as well. So yeah. So you got you got Chelsea and Arsenal. Arsenal but I've got I've got you at third though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Uh, and Louis, you said Arsenal third. Arsenal third. And by the way, once again, Spurs outside the top four. My my thing is, what 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 what's convincing you that Arsenal's going to go from fifth to third? Have all the other two teams above you gotten worse, or you guys have just gotten that much better? I think it's more that we've gotten better. And as mm. Callum said, if we can get the the left centre mid, I think that's the most important part we have to get in that in a, get right in the transfer. Mm-hmm. But um, on a serious note, Mikel Arteta has, has convinced me quite a lot. Um, I've seen him, <laughs> even though like some games we <laughs> trust like, the process. Yes, yes, bro, we can laugh. No, 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 I back it, I back it. But last year, last year I've been teaching these guys. I'm telling them you're gonna learn about Arteta, dog. And I think this season. <laughs> I think this season, as you said, the project is going to bang. This is the season we're going to compete for the title. I said this last season and I'm saying it again this season. We, yeah. It's definitely challenging. And I think we're going to have a, just a bit more than Chelsea and Spurs. Yeah, you know what? Deep down, I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm obviously very anti-Arsenal as a Chelsea fan. But deep down, even though I had Arsenal outside of my top four, I think they are like the dark horse this season because they, yeah. they they kind of have nothing to lose, man. They finished fifth in Europa, right? And 
they're a young team with a young manager. It's a very exciting time to be a part of the Arsenal project right now, I feel. Yeah. And after years of being in the dumps, I feel like the, the excitement of the Arsenal faithful, you know, and uh, the team at the moment could maybe carry them to, I hate to admit it, it could carry them to a top three or top four finish, I think. But I, I will not, I will not <laughs> confirm that on uh, this channel. I also, refuse. also, I think the signing of, of Gabriel Jesus might be the difference as well. Yeah, um, yeah, very big sign because last year, like I said, all he did was link play and couldn't. He actually couldn't catch up with the play. He couldn't be in the box and finish all those goals. Um, I've seen quite a few um, of Arsenal preseason games there. And Gabriel Jesus was doing exactly that, but also getting into the box and scoring those goals, yeah. um, creating his own opportunities as well. Yeah. So I think for me, that will be the difference. And, and with you, Callum, why, why do you think Spurs, Spurs is going to finish in that top four over uh, the great United and uh, Arsenal? Well, I, I think Conte is obviously coming and... If you look at that back line, if they sign Lenglet, um, they've got Eric, Eric Dyne there, Sanchez. I think it's quite quite stable. Um, I think Hugo Lloris is, uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily rate him that high, but you know he does a job. I do think they could have got to keep it in this season. I think he's on his way out, Hugo Lloris, and I think that could be a place where they come unstuck in some of the bigger games. I do think he's a bit of a shaky warrior at times. But I, yeah. obviously, I've got my, my Kane agenda only because he's a good player, but like in big, big, big games, when it matters the most, Kane goes missing because he's easily marked out of the game and everything needs to go through him in a way. Um, but Song Song's a good player. Um, I can't get his name. Kuvaleski, I think that's his name. And, yeah, um, and obviously Richarlison's, he's got that winning mentality. He's just, he's a crazy, he's a nutcase and that's what you need, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a typical Conte type player, a player that's going to get maybe get a red card, wind up other players and, and that's what he is. They, they're going to shithouse their way to... To, to a third spot, in my opinion. I think they're more settled in, in many ways. Um, I do... Look, I, 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 we, got, we haven't spoken about Chelsea, but in terms of Arsenal, why I've got them fifth, it's, it's between Arsenal and, and, and Chelsea, but why I'd probably going to put Chelsea in fourth, maybe it's, it's like a nice segue to get theirs. Um, just on who they're linked with at the moment is if they get that backline sort of because they've lost some players. So I, I think... Ben, um, not, um, is it, what's, what's the left back, man? Chill, Ben Chill. Ben Chill. Uh, he's, he's good. But if they have him or, or, or Cucciarella at, at left wing back and they sign a Wesley Fofana or they sign, or even they have Aspilicueta at, at, at right centre back, that, that's the, that back five with Reese James, we know what Reese James is capable of, wonderful player, with, with maybe another Frankie de Jong in there, it, it, it's looking good for Chelsea. I just think they do miss a little bit of firepower up front where I, where I think Arsenal miss a little bit of tenacity and, and and like strength in that midfield but I think overall your midfield needs to be solid to 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 get into that top four overall you can score a little bit of amount of goals but if your midfield is not helping you helping your defense that's where you're going to come unstuck big time in transition so so, so my, are, you say, there. are you saying if Arsenal signs that that um that sentiment to make fourth for you Yes, yes, yes. Then you make fourth, yeah. But it, it depends. Chelsea could sign three top players. You know what I mean? They could go and sign. You know this 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 Todd lad. He's coming. He's trying to. He, I don't know the, the transfer strategy there is. It's transfer merry go round there at, at Chelsea at the moment. They're just linked with anyone, and yeah. I don't think they're signing players for the manager. In my opinion, I think they're just signing players for the sake of signing players, and that's not their system. They're going to come unstuck, to be honest. Like, uh, in my opinion, that might. But I'm still backing them to get fourth because they know how to do it. You know what I mean? They, 
They had a bit of a shaky moment, but they got there eventually last season, like the season before as well. So that's why I sort of give them the edge. But that could change. Like I could change my prediction. Look, I've got I've had two predictions in a week, lads. Like you can you see where I'm sitting at the moment? It's like it's like my fantasy team. I changed it again today. I can't I can't commit. So yeah, it's, yeah but it shows you how crazy this league is. We can't predict anything, and it could shake us completely. Like it could be one of those seasons. Yeah, yeah, and also like with. Man United specifically, because I know I know they've been in the dumps for a while now. But are you giving them any chance, any chance of breaking into that top four? Uh, considering that there's a new coach, it seems like there's a bit of direction now at the club. The resources that they have at hand, uh, obviously they don't have Champions League football to to offer to any player. But do you, do you think just the brand of the club will be? big enough maybe to carry them through or give them a chance uh, to break into that top four? I, I, 100%. I think you can't knock them, guys. Like they, they made top four a couple of years ago, and that's obviously we were done up, but they still got their place. Look, anything can happen in this league, guys. Like we, Arsenal lost three games in the bounce last season and were just about there to make top four last season. They, obviously, a couple of games they slipped up, which if it went another way, Spurs wouldn't have been in the, in the chat. You know what I mean? In a way. Um we can't knock in this league. We can't knock any team, and they could go on a run and, and look more settled. Look, we're not, I'm not going to come out here and banter their players, which is very easy to do after giving them a few hidings last season. But they've got quality players that just weren't playing. And I think in their dressing room, if they sort out Ronaldo's situation, look good play in terms of scoring goals. But are you going to build a team around him if they can get the dynamic right? Like Arsenal, like Arteta sort of got it at, at, at Arsenal towards the end of last season. He's got the dynamic right with the players. And once you start getting players working for you, you can do you can do anything. Look at Alex Ferguson won leagues with some poor teams, guys. Like we've seen this, like some really average teams. You, need, you just yeah. need three good players, four good players to do a job for you. We, yeah. we look at Brendan. Brendan Rodgers almost smoked the league, guys. And if you looked at that back line, you probably saw me tweet it the other day, like, we we had great firepower up front, and we had our back line with Sissoko, Torre, Skirtle, Flanagan at one stage. And, and Mignolet. Like, guys, we almost got the league with that. You know what I mean? So anything can happen as long as the players are playing for the manager. It can happen. But for now, I just think that Chelsea and Spurs and Arsenal are just like maybe a year or two ahead of them at the moment. A year or two? The only reason why I have a six was just being me being diplomatic, you know? <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if we do make top four. It's not my prediction. It's just mm-hmm. me being a diplomat. But I, like you just said, there are very good players at Man United, and you must remember that our issues last season were just more off-field than not. There was uh, yeah. manager issues. Um, also, now we must remember, guys, the players are going to be playing for the for World Cup places. You know, so don't be surprised if. Um, not, 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 not my squad only, but like other squads too. Like they play and they punch above their weight, you know, because they want to get into these World Cup teams. You know, the World Cup is in what December right? or November? December. Yeah. yeah, winter break. So I'm just saying I'm putting United in six, but that's just me being a diplomat. I trust yeah. Ten Hag. Um, and yeah, we we had a a, a rebuild at the quote unquote phase, you know, well, a couple of windows not closed right now. A couple of uh, players coming in. And yeah, more confidence on my side as well. But yeah, default is sixth. But I'm not surprised if you make top four. My my thing with Man United is as much as, like you guys say, there are some very good players in that team. But on the contrary, there's also some very very bad players on that <laughs> team. Like 
Wan Bissaka, you know what I'm saying? But he's over, he's over. <laughs> No, but I'm just saying, like, there's, there's a lot of deadwood uh, that needs to be getting rid of in that team. And also, the fact that Ten Hag, as much as we can, we've seen him coach in, 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 in the Netherlands, and we can say he did a good, a very good job um, at Ajax. I know quite a few managers that did a good job at Ajax. <laughs> and they came to the Premier League. The philosophy. You know what I'm saying? They came to the Premier League and they saw nuts. You know what I'm saying? So for me, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not going to disregard Man United because at the end of the day, it's Man United. Uh, but I'm just saying, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not really worried about you guys right now. Maybe that's a good thing for you guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No mm-hmm. pressure. Um, but trust me, if you guys do shit, I'm going to be the first guy to laugh at you. <laughs> make sure that you guys know about that shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Uh, so. That's the top six, right? Uh, so I think that's that's pretty simple and pretty. Um, what I also just wanted to find out, like just off the top of your head, Callum, uh, one team that you are sure of will get relegated this season. Um, uh, it's also changing my mind all the time, but I'm gonna say Fulham. I don't know, I, like n- none of their signings have really wowed me in a way. And again, guys, I think. If a team comes up from the championship and they've come up playing like dog football, Atletico-style football, Burnley football, I, I, I normally expect those guys to stay in the league. But if you come in the Premier League playing attractive football, it's so difficult to change your philosophy within two and a half months to then at least keep clean sheets. Those teams are going to get smoked. And like Norwich, they bounce up and down. What we're trying to do this attractive <laughs> football thing, yeah. bounce up and down. You've got to come up and be pragmatic. I don't think Fulham and those teams will know how to be pragmatic. I'm... I hope this does not bite me this 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 weekend, and these guys turn into peak Burnley. But um, no, nah, I think Fulham are going down, guys. Yeah, they. Oh, I think all three looking a bit shaky, to be honest. Yeah, no, no, I hear you. I hear you. And uh, Meech, uh, Bournemouth are going down. Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth with Steve yeah. uh, Steve Parker. Yeah, I think they're going down for the same reasons we've uh, mentioned. They've, they've got Scott a Parker, the, oh, Scott Parker. Yeah, sorry, not Steve Parker. Scott, <laughs> Scott Parker. <laughs> Scott Parker. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they play pretty football, but also like their additions, like in in this window, they they're not needle movers or they haven't solidified, man. You know, for the Premier League, so I think, uh, yeah, they'll go down. And you, Louis, bro. Um, for me, I still say those the three that went up, they'll go back to the underground once again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they'll go back to the underground, dog. Yeah. Even yeah. though I, I I think the Leno signing for Fulham might be a good signing for them. Might save them a couple of points, but it won't be enough. Mm. But the, I, I don't know, man. Like these you know, these promoted teams always come up and sign like 15 players, they waste yes. money. We've seen them do this before. Um, do I think they not him for us, he's doing it now. So, signing lingo and bro, dog. So, Aula. I think Stinker. I think they're going back to the underground and they should, yeah, they should, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, for me, <laughs> it's a toss up between uh, Brentford. And Bournemouth, uh, I don't know. There's just something, something telling me those two teams are mm. going down. But also, Nottingham Forest, as much as they've done a lot of business, uh, yeah. I've seen this. I've seen this all uh, before uh, with Fulham uh, trying to make too many signings and trying to change too much uh, too soon. Uh, they could also easily go down for me. I think. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. But also, so, um, what I don't care about Fulham though, like 
they have Mitrovic in the in the in the squad. <laughs> that guy will score four. That guy will score forty goals in the championship. And then once they go back up in the Premier League, it Twelve. becomes a bench player. <laughs> it's a bench it's player. A bench player. Like, yeah, once they get relegated, they'll go back to him. He'll score another forty. <laughs> over and over again. The cycle, the same yeah. cycle. But yeah, we'll see. It's weird. You know, before we just get into uh, the fixtures for this weekend, uh, none of us have actually mentioned Newcastle, you know, and I feel like they're also a sleeping beast uh, this season. But I- I'm thinking, uh, for me, maybe top eight for them, uh, nah. or, or top ten, nah. top ten. Let me go top ten, actually. Maybe tenth, eleventh uh, around there. But I think there'll be, there'll be a re-up this season. Uh, for, me, for me, I think Newcastle are just enjoying being called the richest team in the league. I think they're still stuck on that. They can't believe what they, what they have. Um, so, for me, I think that's why they're not signing any players, even though I still think they'll do a madness near maybe the last, the last few days of the transfer window, but I think they need more signings. Otherwise, they could be um, underachieving with their squad. Yeah, no, they, nah. they tried to, to get Madison, and I saw another player, I just forget their name. But I think at best they'll just take Leicester's place wherever Leicester finished last season. So maybe top <laughs> top eleven finish maybe for yeah. they've got a good coach here. But yeah, I don't know. Not just yet, yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's a year of consolidating for them, lads, to be honest. Stay in the league for another year. And I think yeah. look, they've they've just come into the league. So if their owners start splashing cash. It's already technical, like their their shirt sleeve sponsor was a company that got made within a month of them signing with the new ownership. So <laughs> also from Saudi. So like we know they they're cooking books. So they, they need some time to cook those books enough. So there's no so no trails. But you know, guys, I saw a joke on Twitter, but I can't say it obviously. But that you're from Paddy Power, they I had me laughing. It's about Newcastle and stuff and a minute of silence for something, but I'm not gonna mention it because no. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just think they haven't done, they haven't done anything, guys. So they still got the same squad, except for that that player they signed in Jan, who did really well for them. I can't get to his name now; it's been so long. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, good, good, good player. And that's the type of player you need. But they also a lot, a lot of people are saying, ah, oh, they're gonna like the next city, the next city. Everton smoked the, the amount of money they're in debt now because of the money, the amount of money they spent. Just because you sign and you have lots of money doesn't mean that players are going to come and like top players are going to come and play for you. It's different when yeah. City did it 12, 13 years ago. You know, they were getting yeah. cooked 8 1 by Middlesbrough in 2009. So, like, yeah. it's, it, it, and, and in that moment, they could sign Rabinho and these types of players. It's difficult for Newcastle to be like, okay, I'm going to go sign, you know, Luis Diaz, Jota, these types of players at Liverpool and, 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 you know, Chelsea United want these kind of players. They're, they're going to go play for those clubs because they know it's more settled straight away. They don't want to be a part of the project. They want to start winning straight away, in my opinion, some of the yeah. top players. Um, so um, does, does Lampard survive for you? Does he make it until October? Yeah, October, not and, even to it. It's, it's a nice question because you're on the other side of uh, Liverpool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, hey? Um, I, I just don't know if Lampard's that guy. Like, even with, with Steven Gerrard, I just, I just don't know if they, like... I just know them. They, they, for me, they... They're brilliant players, like, and for me to see them get hurt as managers, it's just it's a sucky feeling. That's why I enjoy Vieira because he's actually doing a decent job. Um, Joe's done a decent job at, at at Villa for for what it's worth. I just think that going to Everton was a silly move for for Frank Lampard, in my opinion. He should have waited it out and stuck for a new job. And he's not going to stay at Everton for for longer than I would say maybe January. I think he will eventually go. And I think if Everton are struggling, they'll probably try and get the likes of Sam Allardyce in or one of those Big kind of Sam. players to pragmatic to try and get and keep them in because 
that's not the football that Lampard likes to play, guys. He wants to play expansive and creative football, but they don't have the players for that. So he's going to cook himself and, you know, put his hand on the stove and burn himself. That's what's going to happen. So he will go, but I just don't know if it's going to be in October. I think if he can steady the ship, you'll be okay. But you will go eventually this season. All right, cool. All right, cool. Thank you so much for that, man. Uh, we are going to go straight into predictions now, right, so for the fixtures um, this weekend, right? And uh, I think we'll start with Louis. Yeah. You know, since uh, you guys are opening the season under the lights at Southhurst, uh, I would like you to give us, no, I don't need no explanations, yeah, yeah. just tell me what the score is. For our game only? Yes, yeah. just for the Arsenal. Right. Um, Arsenal 2, Palace 0. No, 1. Andre, are you go? <laughs> <laughs> so it's 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, two, one. One to Arsenal. Okay, cool. And then the next game is the Liverpool-Fulham game, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give that one to you, Callum. Uh, 3-0. 3-0. Yeah. Comfortable. Thinking it more than <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah, six. I think it might be a five. You might just get slapped five, actually. But yeah, okay. 3-0. Yeah. Um, we have Newcastle and Forest. Uh, oh, that's cool. first first day of the first game of the, of the season for the... Ah. I'm going to go 2-2. Wow, that's a nice yeah. good killer. Yeah, 2-2. St. James Park? Yeah, St. Yeah, James, James Park. Oh, you're going to see Jesse Lingard dancing on St. James Park. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got Lingard goal in the air. Yeah, 100%. 2-2. There's definitely going to be goals in that game. <sighs> I'm sure of that. And then uh, Meech. Leeds versus Wolves at Ellen Road. Uh, yeah, no, Wolves are winning that one. But I don't trust the yeah. American. Yeah, I'm also winning two, three, three, one actually. Yeah, three, three, one. Three, one. Yeah. Uh, Callum, uh, Spurs versus Southampton. Um, two, one, Spurs. Um, no Kane goal though, but it'll be a son and a defender who will score. Two, one. Okay. Oh, yeah. And Louis Bournemouth Villa. Um, Villa, three. Um, Bournemouth no, three no. Yeah. Damn. Three no. Yeah, I think I, I think Bournemouth sucks, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're just not good enough. All right, all right. So then, um, who's ask yourself? Yeah, Everton, oh. Chelsea, Lampard, Tuchel. Ah, see, that's a trick. Cause last season they at Goodison Park they beat us last, last season. season. You gave them points, but last season yeah. I yeah. told you to <laughs> for Lampard. Last I don't season. know, man. But the first game of the season. Kulibayi in there. Under the lights in Goodison Park. Under bro. the lights. Nah, I'm a, a comfortable 2-0. Just an easy 2-0, mm. you know, at Goodison. I'll, I'll take Back that. Back it, yeah. You know? Um, Callum, Leicester versus Brentford at King Power Stadium. Guys, Leicester having a stink. Rogers is going to get sacked, guys, this season. Yeah, it's going to get sacked. I, I think they're losing players. I don't know what's happening at Leicester. It's time. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna back Brentford. A one-no win. Leicester gonna struggle, guys. They're gonna finish like 14th, in my opinion. Damn. Now let's take it to Old Trafford. <laughs> United <laughs> versus Brighton. I think winning three-one. No, they're gonna win. First game. This might be a tricky fixture. Yeah, that is tricky. This is very yeah. tricky. Kukurela, I don't think Kukurela starts in that game because he nah. he's a transfer he's gone, like yeah. a request. Yeah. yeah, I think we might we might have too much for this. Um, um, and then it's West Ham versus City. So Callum. West Ham versus City, Kellen. Is it? Where is it? Where is it? London Stadium. It's London Stadium. <laughs> I'm forever blowing bubbles. Let's go, lads. <laughs> um, 1-0 to West Ham. Now, nah, guys, it's going to be City and Walker 2-1. Not Walker, but it'll be 2-1. West Ham like to give a game to these big teams, but they, City will win 2-1. Okay, cool. 
does Haaland get a goal on debut? Yeah, he will. Okay, okay. Speaking of goals, uh, do you have your top goal scorers? Give me three, three top goal scorers this season in in any particular order. All right. Should I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you, bro. Uh, Salah will be there. More or less. I don't know if you'll get it though, but you'll be there. Um, Kane and Haaland. Nunes? Nunes will, will get 22 in all comps. That's my prediction. But I think he could get 17, 16 in the Prem. Like, that's not unachievable for him. I think that's yeah, definitely cool. achievable. Are we? Are we? Um, I'm going to go. Class Kane has to be. Class Kane. <laughs> you know what I'm Class. saying? That's my man. That's, that's a lethal striker. Uh, Haaland just purely because yeah, Man City will create the mm. chances for him. Yeah, and then um, oh, third, I think Son. Eh, like Son after last season, I think he'll be hungry to go again and try to better himself. And now he has Conte um, at his tail to 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 push him even harder and make him a better player. And uh, Conte has a way of getting uh, the best out of his players. So I think I think Son could be. Oh, Son is. I think Son top three for sure. Uh, out of my top three, I have my boy Gabby Jesus there. <laughs> <laughs> Martinelli and Saka. He's definitely scoring 22 minutes. I'm scoring, he's winning it. To be close, Salah was going to win it. Uh-huh, okay. Salah had won. Salah has to be there. Sure. And then the third one, I have, I'm going to go for Sterling. Sterling. Yeah, oh. yeah Sterling. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Wait, say that I'm going for Sterling. Sterling, Sterling, Sterling. Okay, play Charles left wing back. Sterling, Sterling, it's okay. He couldn't do it at City. He's gonna do it at Chelsea. Yeah, he'll be playing for that number nine role. He says this, so let's see. That's <laughs> a madness, Mitch. Uh, yeah, my number one. Uh, yeah, okay. I think Kane is winning the the top scorer. He'll be hungry again this season. Uh, Salah number two, and everyone's counting this guy out. We don't know if he's staying in the Prem or not, but I think CR Sui, CR Seven. Also backing in the, getting those goals. So, yeah, I think he'll be there. That's, well. that's, that's if it, that's if his hamstring doesn't snap from prison. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> the old bad. We'll see. We'll see. But another thing, another thing I wanted to mention since we were talk, talking top six, right? Just before we close it off, uh, first manager in the top six to get the sack. Well, I'll start with you, Louis. Uh, I'm going for. Conte. Conte. Yeah, okay. I, I already said Conte. I already said why I said Spurs won't make the top four. <laughs> yeah. Champions League, Premier League, the schedule is too tough for them. Conte is getting sacked first. Uh-huh. Then uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> go with uh, Pep Guardiola. What? No, no. <laughs> nah, <I'm> <laughs> He's probably the safest manager in the world, bro. But uh, uh, I don't I don't think Tuchel is, is the safest, eh? Like, yeah. I, 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 I do see our fans, you know, you know, my fan base is very uh, quick to anger. You know what I'm saying? And, the uh, uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's some, there's some fans on the timeline I won't mention, but uh, very quick to anger. So I think, I think Tuchel's under pressure and he's been backed, you know, for, yeah. he's yeah. been backed yeah. window. So he's gotten his players now. And I think he's finally going to see the, the Chelsea fan base for what it is. You know, yeah. we have, we have a lot of, uh, demands a very demanding fan base, uh, so I think he might be in trouble. But 
Yeah, I think I think Arteta as well. A lot of pressure on Mickey Arteta, you know, after getting everything he wants. But I think I think the Cronkies will give him time because uh, they've given him time for finishing eighth. You know what I'm saying? So blame Unai for that. <laughs> Unai finished fifth, but yeah, you don't want to get into that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for me, I think it's between Tuchel and um, Mickey Arteta. What about you, Callum, bro? Uh, I'm back in the the, the Tuchel chat um, only because, look, if Chelsea aren't there or thereabouts for the league title, um, I don't think they are going to be, but and they're like the cups are not necessarily there and they're struggling a bit by December, Jan. Um, I think the new ownership will take a leaf out of Roman's book and 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 do what, what Chelsea are prone to doing and, and sacking a manager halfway through the season to try and at least, if they're still in Europe, to try and have that manager bounce in a in a good possible time in the cup competitions. That's what sort of gives it. And I know they've backed him. This is the third season now, technically. Um, so I, I do feel he's the one. Klopp's safe, sign a new contract. Pep's safe. Mikhail Teta's safe, in my opinion. I think Conte's safe. So I think Ten Hag's just signs. I don't know. I don't think he's going to <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's, he's got he's like safe. another job lined up. You know what I mean? So I think he's the only one statistically where... If I had to put money in it, it'll be him just knowing. I don't know what the Chelsea ownership's like, to be honest, but in, in yeah. the sense of, yeah, I didn't end necessarily great last season, a couple of cups. Look, they were close to to having a decent season, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things. Um, could have gone many different ways, but I'd say Chelsea are a club that wins trophies, guys. We can't announce that in the last 20 years. I think they've won the most out of all the, the English clubs in the sense. Best yeah. believe that. Yeah, they, they've had a good run so that's in there it's in their new dna that they've sort of made in the last 20 odd years to to do that so i don't think the new ownership are going to go away from from what chelsea are known for yeah that's just my yeah, yeah man yeah man i think i'm gonna have you on the show more after you know finish <laughs> off like that you know what i'm saying we gotta get you on more but now nah, uh jokes aside we really appreciate you coming on man uh thanks we man, are looking forward to collaborating with you guys more this season yes lads and, yes yes uh, yes yeah, man, let's just grow. Let's just grow the football universe, man. And uh, thank you so much. Wishing you guys all the best uh, for the future. And uh, we'll see each other on the pitch now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, oh, <laughs> sneaky five. Oh, guys, a sneaky five-a-side game, hey? I'm just saying. We could, we could do it. Oh, Unless sure. you guys, if you guys are in Cape Town side, by all means, yeah. we should. I've got a yeah. dodgy left knee, but let's not speak about that. But, guys, just want to say thanks for having me on. Um, we appreciate yeah. you. Um, it's good. It's good to have people out there that also have podcasts and there's a space for us. You know what I mean? We, we're big football yeah, fans. We've been doing this since primary school. We all know those chats in primary and high yeah, school. So bro. let's let's have the space and support each other because there's no point pulling other people down. Let's let's build. Let's for move sure, and bro. let's climb to the highest heights. Let's reach that pinnacle. Lads. Yeah. And and speaking of spaces, uh, where, where can we uh, find you and your podcast? Uh, just for the listeners... So we at um, Footy, Footy and Friends um, on Twitter, um, Football and Friends on YouTube, and we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on TikTok, we're everywhere, I guess. Um, you can just all just pop into our Twitter and our link tree will be there, and then you'll see all the lads in there as well. So yeah, we've been going strong for a year and a half, and we just keep on building and keep on keeping on. Yeah. Blessings, man. Blessings. And, Thanks uh, so much, lads. Yeah, bro. Thank you. And uh, with that being said, I think... Uh, this is where we'll close off the show. Uh, you know where to find us, the underscore back three, yep. Twitter, Instagram, 
and you can find the lads on Twitter as well. Uh, I'm still on a, <laughs> a bit of a sabbatical on the Twitter space. <laughs> but other than that, thank you so much, guys. Thanks for listening in. I'll see you next time. Adios.